Mike and Viana got to play some games. And I pray to your mama that they're not super lame. And if that all sounds cool, I can tell you the name. It's the R H A P B M B. Mike and Viana got to play some games. And I pray to your mama that they're not super lame. And if that all sounds cool, I can tell you the name. Everybody and welcome to the RHAP B&B for episode eight of Survivor Winners at War. It's the merge. We're gonna splurge. We've got some fire tokens and we're dipping them into the creamy peanut butter that is this season of Survivor and getting our noms in. My name is Mike Bloom here with two undisputed queens of RHAP. If you have any knowledge as to the game of sequester. That we all found ourselves in Nary, but 24 hours ago at the time of recording this. First, let me bring in the co-owner of the BNB, the great Liana Boris. Liana, how are you? I'm good. As you mentioned, I have been living in this weird sequester bubble for about 24 hours now, and not like the normal type of. I was going to say, I think people like... have been living in a sequester bubble for longer than 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, no, not that one. The uh, the uh, game show uh, competitive thing that we played that was amazing um and so when i rewatched the survivor episode this morning i was like ah yes survivor like what is this what are fire tokens so i'm excited to talk about everything because it was definitely outside of what i had been thinking about but nonetheless very excited and we are super super excited to bring in a guest for this merge episode she is sitting on a swing posing she don't care if she goes home or if the person she goes home oh she sits with goes home she's gonna keep on swinging because she looks that glamorous kirsten mckinnis welcome back how are you oh it's so good to be back in the bnb it's been so long uh thank god we got to do game night as a time to be together uh yeah. because how else how else could I have coped with this past almost a year uh, without <laughs> the bnb and you know right now we're all trapped we're all quarantined so I figured, why not, you know, form a pod and quarantine at the BNB? Yeah, is the B- does the BNB have to do the social distancing rules? Like, are we open, Mike? But now we're just doing it via Zoom. Like, mm. did we decide what we're doing here? Yeah, I think that everyone has to be doing it via Zoom. And by Zoom, it means that you have to dress up like you're from the, the PBS kids show Zoom. <laughs> to take place in all the activities. Here's the thing. The BNB creates social distancing. It's fine. Like what, you should what? social distance <laughs> at the BNB. Yeah, like we were already concerned about what could be here, so we should have all been six feet apart, anyways. Yeah, you're gonna get something worse than COVID nineteen. <laughs> telling you that. Yeah, COVID twenty lurks at the BNB. We have the oh, sequel. No. COVID sixty nine. <laughs> yep. Nope. That's what it, we are. The we are the strain of COVID sixty nine. The bats came here and they never came out. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> Oh no! Not a good well, start. <laughs> getting getting into the the season so far, Kirsten. It has been a, a wackadoo pre-merge. We reached the merge vote. You know, Denise said in this episode, like the merge is the defining vote. So I guess if we're looking at it through that lens, how have you felt about the season so far? And I guess sort of couched in everything that happened in this episode between 
Tyson coming back and the battle between Adam versus Wendell that ended up with Wendell getting blindsided. And what I will admit is an extremely bizarre ending to his arc that we saw the past few episodes. Yeah. So in general, I have been really enjoying the season because it's great to see Queens like Michelle and Sophie and Kim and Denise all, you know, having fun, doing interesting things like Kim is there with an idol and nobody's saying her name. Like, it's just like that stuff is crazy and so exciting. But then like this Wendell arc is so weird because it was so out of character the last few weeks. And then suddenly this week when he's going, he's just back to normal, cool Wendell. So that's bizarre. But again, I, I just can't complain uh, about anything other than Natalie uh, being voted off so early. <laughs> Yeah, very odd. Now that you mention it, like Wendell just being back to normal and especially the whole thing with the Michelle Wendell. And then all of a sudden, all we hear is Wendell saying, oh, yeah, like Michelle and I are good. <laughs> like, oh, oh, are you? Because the previous episodes do not seem to indicate that that is in fact <laughs> the case. Just yeah, I feel like they just needed like something. And so they just kind of made that into a much bigger deal than what it was. Well, yeah, because I think what we had sort of been led to believe, and I guess maybe part of it is that they wanted to, in true survivor fashion, make it look like, okay, it could be this person, but it could be the other person. And the other person was always Wendell in that tribe, right? It's like, wait a minute, Wendell's trying to wheel and deal with poverty. Wait a minute, Wendell got cocky in the challenge. And so they were really trying to build him up as that. And maybe he just didn't fit that function. But if you're looking at an overall arc, I agree to not have Michelle even respond to that. Maybe we'll get that at the beginning of the next episode, assuming that she and Nick voted together with him is just, so so strange maybe when maybe wendell just needed jeremy that like his mood instantly changed when he met jeremy just like back during survivor the amazon when it was like shauna wanted to quit until she saw alex come over and then she was totally happy and ready to play the game hmm. yeah it's exactly yeah. like that <laughs> i know they yeah. were tickling each other jeremy was commenting on his chest hair yeah, it was the happiest I've seen Wendell in a very, very long time, like probably since he won uh, his season when Laurel voted for him, because, yeah, it was really cute to see Jeremy and Wendell together. I was actually rooting for them as a pair. And when Jeremy goes, well, I need to take out Nick because then that way Wendell will be close to me. I was like, yes, Jeremy, let's go. I will bang this drum. Like, let's do that. And then that didn't happen. Yeah, it was an interesting merge vote. Now, I will admit, and I don't know if this is a hot take at all, the merge episode actually might be my least favorite episode of this season so far, just because it felt very compact. Because since we had the Extinction Challenge and that very long Endurance Challenge that had two immunity necklaces, it felt like there was very little time to get a sense as to what was going on. And obviously, the merge vote is when the big fracas occurs, right? When so many names are being thrown around. And we heard a bunch of those names. but. I don't know. I would have kind of liked to see, you know, again, Michelle's reaction to to Wendell possibly going to, I don't know, Kim reacting to anything because it felt like she was completely invisible in this episode. And I think, unfortunately, some things had to sort of go by the wayside in order to satisfy a more simpler narrative of like, well, we want to go for Denise, but she's immune. So we're going for Adam. Well, we want to go for Jeremy, but he's immune. So we're going for Wendell. Hmm. Well, yeah. And I think also, you know, with the fact that you had the returning players, um, 
edge of extinction challenge in here as well. You know, I think a lot of those nuances you had to cut and you also don't get to see a lot of people because of that. So, you know, even though it was the merge where it's like, oh my gosh, yay, we get to see everybody. We get to see what's going on. We get to see the dynamics. I think especially upon the rewatch, it was like, well, I mean, kind of, but like not really. Like there's so many people, like you mentioned, like Kim, for example, that we didn't get to hear from. And I think that was a little bit of a disappointment uh, for me personally. Yeah, the pacing was weird because of everything that needed to be squeezed into it. I, I don't think yeah. that's a hot take at all, Mike, that this is not the, the best episode of the season. And I think it also doesn't help. But like, again, like the, the storyline that we were told, like, I feel like had the Wendell storyline in this episode been anything like the previous three episodes, this would have been a great episode, right? Because this is finally like the downfall of the big a-hole of the swap. <laughs> Uh, and instead it's more so like, hey, the big a-hole of the swap got declawed at the merge, and then they still decided to put him down. So it was a little strange. Yeah, that whole first act, because uh, not only did we have the Edge of Extinction returning challenge, but we had like Jeff going to like Natalie and Tyson and Rob to talk about the Edge of Extinction beforehand. So it was almost like uh really I wouldn't say closing up the edge of extinction because it is very much open, but it was a way to sort of address it, have Rob sort of dig in one more time, the people that tried to get rid of Amber. And then we had to go into this challenge. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Because we had to see like all of them spending their fire tokens like it's a fire sale, you know, like (laughs) we got to get rid of these. Um, And uh, yeah, what did you what did you guys think about the advantage that they got, which was not having to dig up the bag? So it's interesting because if you pause the screen at, you know, the list that they were reading over, so it looks like they could have gotten up to three advantages. And I think one of them was like, you skip digging up the bag. I think one of them was like, your pole is going, your, either your key is going to be closer or your pole can be longer. And I forget the last one. No, but, uh, so I listened, um, Christian and Rob talked about this and it was basically the way it sounded is it was like, you could get up to three, but like the first one had to be um, not digging. And then the second one was um, a certain number of sticks would already be tied together for you. And then the third was your key being closer. Mm. But so it, it like, seemed like it was like, if you spend one fire token, you don't dig it up. If you spend two, you don't dig it up and you get this. Right. Stick so you can pick and choose. Oh. Like, I don't think it was a la carte. Yeah. Uh. Well, that, I mean, that being said though, I, I do find it a little strange that like, Natalie and Rob decided to go for the the idol and the the one advantage. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're sort of just looking down the line. They want immediate protection. But you would think like guarantee the best chances of getting into the game in the first place and bid on all three advantages. Like if Boston Rob had done that, there's a very good chance he would have gotten back into the game instead of Tyson. Yeah, but yeah. imagine if Natalie had had three jars of peanut butter. <laughs> yeah she would have been uh that was clearly the key there like she would have definitely been fueled if she had three jars do you think how many jars of peanut butter do you think you could eat peanut butter is like like heavy in like one sitting i don't know Uh, yeah in one sitting wait i'm sorry you can have more than one you can have a jar of peanut butter in one sitting mike is that what you're saying to me right now um just peanut butter i'm not gonna try try it anytime soon but i feel like i get pretty close Oh my god! Depends on the size of the jar. Is it the big jars or the smaller jars? I th- yeah, it, I might be able were, to do a small they, one. They were big jars, though. Hmm. Okay. Well, one unit of peanut butter <laughs> for Natalie. <laughs> if only she had gone with that. Um. No, that's actually that's really interesting because I when they were saying like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take an idol. I was like, do you 
do you do you get the fire tokens back if you don't make it into the game or are do you still keep the idol in case you go back like let's say you win the second challenge do you still have the idol and then you can use it then like oh okay i exchange my fire tokens for an idol now i have this idol but i can only use it if i go back into the game uh is that how that works so I believe, and this has been, uh, I was part of a text thread or tweet thread that was sort of going through this. It's still a little murky because Jeff Probst told Dalton Ross, no, now that they're done, they, they spent them on the idols, they're back on the edge of extinction, the fire to- their fire tokens are gone and the idols are gone. But if you read, again, going back to that parchment that they got, apparently any idols that they buy like could be eventually used and or sold to other players moving forward in the game. I feel like the latter from a production perspective makes more sense because then you're just sort of like encouraging people to make moves with these things instead of them just being invalidated. But the fact that Jeff himself said that they were nullified makes me kind of believe that they're not going to make their way back into the game. Mm, Okay, I see. Interesting. Then, yeah, then you guarantee that you come back, right? Like, and especially, okay, I get that you could have the revolving door thing that could happen to you but at the same time i think that there's so much chaos going on that i don't know you could you could work in with people like there's alliances that are forming somebody's gonna want to pick you up like maybe you don't need the the idol yeah i'm not sure well yeah, like they're start- just crazy yeah i mean we, we saw that firsthand though i wonder you know if it was rob instead of tyson i know the big talk was like hey let's you know it's the big guys and ben versus you know all the the little guys and the sleepers. But I wonder if you have Boston Robin there instead of Tyson, is he just once again too, too big of a target that he they don't pull a Matt Elrod on him and send him back out again? That would be poetic justice. Oh my gosh, that would be, that would be so perfect. Like, talk about karma. <laughs> yeah, we missed out on that. That's a shame. All right, well, let's get into some of our predictions as to how Wendell Holland would do. Liana, how do you think? Uh, how do you think, Mister Beave? Leave it to Beave would do preseason. <laughs> okay, so this is what I wrote for Wendell. I said that he would form the Stick Chewing Alliance, which would be himself, Ben, and Nick, and then Nick would go ahead and name it the Don't F with the Effing Sticks Alliance. And then I wrote the sticks were erect, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and then so just to be clear all your game-based predictions were all about chewing on a stick <laughs> yes yes they were they very much were i was like they'll all or maybe i should have said that they were going to go after each other because they were a big competition for the good chewing sticks like i'm sure there's only a few like really solid yeah, good ones out i mean there. you're talking about the deforestation of fiji they might have contributed to like a good portion of that because they're just looking for all the good sticks and <laughs> just chewing them down man <laughs> like beavers over here uh okay i also said that he will uh have a Brad Culpepper-esque interior design segment on the show. Uh, and he will double down on using his social game, but it backfires because he's voted out for being too likable. Whoops. <laughs> and I said he would have 14 confessionals, 303 fire oh tokens. Ben and Nick were his allies and Boston Rob was his enemy. 300. I mean, listen, it's not nearly the upper limits that we've experienced, yeah. but I, I dare I say that your fire token predictions are still the highlight of each and every week here. <laughs> I'm curious myself, like when I go back to the time capsule to pull out the prediction, I'm like, what terrible decision did I make? This yeah, you're week? Not to, you have to sift through about three dozen fire tokens to get to that decision. But <laughs> so I said that Wendell would endear himself around camp, which is weird because like 
Remember in the first episode when he said he expressly wasn't going to do that, and then like we get all these scenes being like, you know, Wendell did this and Wendell did that. So eventually, I guess he just sort of gave up the goat on that one. I said he would make the most one-on-one connections this season. Whoops. Uh, and I'd, I said that there would be a reference to him wanting Jeff to check his puzzle, which I guess oh, is sort yeah. of like connected. His closest ally was Jeremy. His enemy was Sophie. He had 17 confessionals and ended up with two fire tokens. <laughs> that is more reasonable. Okay. Um, so here's here's the situation. I love a lot of things that each of you said. Um, I love the 303 fire tokens. Pretty close. So much. But Mike had like the puzzle, like calling Jeff over for the puzzle, Jeremy, like the Sophie thing. All of that's like I I have to go with Mike, even though I really came into this wanting to vote for Liana. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, that's been my MO recently, so that's okay. Par <laughs> <laughs> for the course, unfortunately. Uh. Well, Kirsten, is before we move into the games, is there anything that you want to bring up about this episode, about this season, about Survivor? about life that we can talk through here on the B&B. I love that I just got my own like therapy corner. Oh my goodness. So one thing from this episode that brought me so much joy was when uh, Ben goes to Jeremy to tell him like, hey, you know, it looks like it's turning. It looks like it's going to be Wendell. There's nothing we can do. And Jeremy just goes, but meat shields are our thing. Yes. Like, we, oh. <laughs> uh, like what? This is a bad idea. It's This is our thing. And I was just like, Jeremy, no. <laughs> like, uh, I love that. I mean, that, that was that was a great scene for some reasons. I tweeted uh, this out, but this was also part of the scene where Nick just randomly walks into their conversation and walks out, which I thought was just a perfect epilogue on the entire montage of like, yeah, Nick just randomly walks into conversations. Uh, just like a great indicator of that. But yeah, I did love Jeremy's express. He's another shield for us. That's our thing. We do that. You yeah. can't infringe on our trademark. <laughs> Like I that just it killed me so much. And then um when Ben just is like he thinks he's a big threat and it's just adorable. Like it's like, oh he thinks he's people. Yeah, yeah, we got the big threats and then we got the little threats. And then the big threats were all just big dudes. So (laughs) you know So so are are you equating Ben to like that little brother of one of the members of the gang who's like Hey, can I come too? I'm, I'm part of your gang, boys. And they're like, "Get away from here, little Jerry!" And little and little Jerry just wants to be like his big brother, but nobody wants to have the heart to tell him that he's like five years younger than them. Right? Like little Jerry just wants to hang. He just wants to hang with the big kids, and he wants to go to the R-rated movie, but he can't because he's not old enough to hang out with the big kids. I've obviously been watching too much Riverdale because I thought that Mike meant like an actual gang, and I was like, "Why does a kid want to join a gang?" Oh, Kirsten, I can talk all about why kids want to join gangs and the disenfranchised youth. That's I mean, Mary and I talk about it weekly on Kowski Cast. <laughs> they have gangs in Riverdale? What is even Riverdale yes! about? Oh my, god. oh my god, I could, I should have prepared a game of like <laughs> things that have or have not happened in Riverdale to have you guys guess. Just um, next, I'll do that another time. Uh, didn't didn't so that happen somewhere? We like kind of did that on Renap. You did on Renap, but like you don't even know the plot lines. Like some of the plot lines from season four, um, there was like 
a tickle porn plot line. Yeah. What? Um, Ooh, were, were Wendell and Jeremy involved? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I don't know if whether to say fortunately or unfortunately, no. Uh, could you imagine? Maybe that's why Sophie wanted to give her them like, I think they're I think they're taking advantage of this opportunity. Like they're out here, they're filming tickle porn in the middle of the jungle. We gotta break that up. <laughs> Guys, oh, no. is too tight. <laughs> yeah, like well, clearly there's a tickle porn alliance going on and they're just like ah. there's no tickle porn alliance. Well, can you imagine if Survivor showed the clip from that? alliance like that would definitely be shocking well it's like because that provides them with an additional revenue stream right so that's why they couldn't show it on the show oh my god i would just imagine Uh, if you was in the game being like uh apparently there was a tickle porn situation between (laughs) wendell and jeremy oh no oh my god yeah that would be that would be a universe that I simultaneously do and do not want to live in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what question Christian was asking. Oh, we were talking about Ben, ben, ben uh, being the big threat. Little Jerry. Little Jerry. Little Jerry just wants to go to the R-rated movie. The Ben Adam rivalry is giving me life. It's like the two low men on the totem pole, like just battling it out with each other, but just being like legitimately annoyed with one another. It's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, I, I'm gonna put out a hot take here. Adam Klein 2.0 might be one of my favorite confessionalists in years mm-hmm. on Survivor. Just all the gold between married, and then this week with the da 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 da, and then next week where he's like crapping himself and convulsed like oh you're gonna get burned oh no playing like the world the grape lady from the youtube video he's just he's lost his freaking mind out there and it is so interesting to me i i completely agree i love adam like i have loved adam from the first moment we got a cast release for millennials versus gen x and he's one of those people where like i have had the great pleasure of meeting adam and he lives up to that mm-hmm. and then to see him back on our screen like i just he's he's just so lovable like i don't know how you could not just adore adam <laughs> Uh, yeah, his confessionals, though, this season, like even more so it it makes me I, I want him to stay in the game solely for the purpose of like getting annoyed by Ben, because the clips I've been able to get like and what I can hear from him are just amazing. And I don't even know what's going to be going on next week. Like, bro, what are you even talking about? Like playing with fire and getting burned with fire and like, like, yeah, is he talking about I, himself or is he I talking about no me? Like, I'm so confused. I, I honestly feel like there's a Smeagol Gollum thing going on with Adam where I think he is talking about himself, but he's taking on almost an entirely different personality that is now commenting about himself as if he wasn't another person entirely that's entirely that that's entirely possible um i'm definitely here for the the schmeagle theory (laughs) um but just the like what what was the thing when um it was a couple episodes ago when adam was trying to find out who had the idol on the tribe before we had the merge Mm -hmm. and ben was asking in the nice tone Oh and no, that's what it was. And I was like, like I don't like the picture doing it. He's like, how about if I talk like this? Yeah. Is this okay? That was where he got the idea. That was when the second personality started. Like somehow the alternative voice of Ben like started some sort of cascade that then caused Adam to take on this alternate personality. Right. There's there's oh Adam and then there's Klein. 
and you yeah. don't know you don't want to deal with Klein because Klein's the yeah. one who like it's is gonna really hurt is gonna play with fire. Okay, so unrelated, but this reminded me um, when you were talking about how Adam was like theorizing who had the idol. When Ben is walking through that island, going, "Oh yeah, this is where this idol was hidden. This is where this idol was hidden. This is where this idol was hidden." Well, it's like the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Like he just knows where every idol, like like even for seasons, obviously that weren't in Fiji. He's like, well, they've done it in this type of place and this yeah. type of place and those. Like it's just he just knows where they are. It's crazy. Superpower for sure. But the crazier thing is that it hasn't helped him in the least. I mean, I guess yeah. it helped Denise find one, but like that was the big fear going into this, right? It was like everyone said Ben's going to make it far because not only has he does he have the ability to find idols, but he knows directly in Fiji on the islands where they're playing where they're hidden but he for one reason or another just hasn't been able to find them so far he's been beaten to everyone now that being said you know i think uh what sophie's idol still exists and kim's idol still exists but that's it i they have to have at least one idol hidden right now at the merge so like don't count ben out he might finally be able to luck upon one very very soon do you think he's actually out there looking because i think part of his like I feel like he's, oh, I don't want to go out there. I don't want to, you know, put myself out there. So people think that I'm only looking for idols, got to make social relationships. But part of me is also like, yeah, he's taking an extra look or two when he goes by. And also when he's creating social relationships, all he's doing is just creating a bigger rivalry with Adam. So maybe maybe (laughs) a change in tactic could work here, bud. And he knows exactly which like trees and stuff to check. So it's not like he needs to search for hours and hours and hours. Like he already, he knows where to go. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yes, the the Adam Klein, the Adam slash Klein <laughs> rivalry <laughs> that Ben is. Yeah, because who is Ben close to? Well, I guess he's part of the what was the theme? The theme of the season, as we know, <laughs> that uh, this is clearly the big threats versus the little threats theme, which, of course, then I think he I think that was Ben's confessional. And he lists Adam <laughs> as one of the little threats. So, you know, that's more on the rivalry train. Yeah, I think Ben's good with Adam, but I think he doesn't like Klein. Like, I think when Klein uh, comes out and starts being, like, very shady and, like, very snippy towards him, like, there's even in this scene when Adam's interrogating Ben about, like, what's going on, and Ben's like, well, I just came back, and Adam goes, welcome back. What's going on? It's like, <laughs> I don't want to, all right, Klein, I don't want to deal with Klein. Send Adam back out. Like, are you just hungry? Like, what's going on here? How do we get Adam back? <laughs> Like I can see people like, do you need a snack? Like, are you like are you constipated? What's the problem here? (laughs) Yeah, he needs a Snickers, right? (laughs) Before we move on to more fun and games, we're gonna take a quick break to listen to a word from our sponsors. And we are back, so let's keep on keeping on. All right, well, let's get into our first game here because as we talked about, one of the things we found out about Nick Wilson this episode is that he is very sneaky. And in honor of being sneaky, we thought, let's sneak around some letters in these various castaways' names and do a tried and true tradition here on the BNB. We made some anagrams of the winners at war contestants. So here's how this is going to work I'm going to give an anagram of a name of a contestant who is currently in the game in Survivor Edge, almost at Edge of Extinction, Survivor Winners at War. So nobody on the Edge of Extinction is in this just the 11 players that are currently active in the game whoever says their name first uh gets or whoever signals first will get the opportunity to guess if they get it wrong the other person will also get the opportunity to guess to steal so it can be 
really any sort of anagram. For instance, uh, an anagram for Kirsten McInnes is skincare mist in. Ooh. Or if you lovely. Or if you will, canine stink rims. No. Oh, I like the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I went with that one. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to lead off with canine stink rims. <laughs> I certainly don't. For Liana <laughs> Boris, for example, you get Asia Brawlone. Oh. Or <laughs> a labia sonar. Oh, no. That's why I started so off with sensual. Asia Brawlone. Yeah. <laughs> what is it, labia sonar? I, I mean, I don't want to know, but... <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I feel like, maybe I feel like a pickle porn thing. I was going to say, I feel like one day if there's like going to be some sort of if we're in some sort of dystopian future more so than we are there's gonna be some sort of like app that has you detect like a ping on sonar as to like where things are in your area in that regard yeah sure okay Whoa. okay anyways um so how are we signaling it. when we know the answer? Uh, yeah do what you want you guys can come up with your own signal you can say your name uh you can say whatever you want to but let me know ahead of time what your signal is and again the first person to buzz in gets the first guess if they get it wrong the other person gets a guess and again it's all players who are currently active in the game not people at the edge of extinction i'm gonna say what was the name of the kid jimmy oh little jerry little jerry okay i'm gonna say little jerry Kirsten. Um. I, I'm going to say Tickle Porn. Okay, perfect. <laughs> the newest Survivor season, Lil Jerry versus Tickle Porn, coming oh, to CBS. No. <laughs> Alright, so here we go. Again, first person to buzz in gets first guess. Lick in Snow. Oh, Lick. uh, Lil Jerry, Lil Jerry. Yes, Liana. Wait, Lil, Lil Jerry? Yeah, okay, uh, Nick Wilson. That is correct. Lick in Snow does anagram to Nick Wilson. Some other fun anagrams for Nick Wilson. <laughs> Slick in Own. Oh. Nick Sin Owl. <laughs> Sick in Owl. And Clown Eye Skin. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Breed Beginner. Uh, oh, tickle porn. Yes, yes, Kirsten. Ben Drebergen. That is correct. Ben Drebergen doesn't need anagram to breed beginner. Uh, some other anagrams for Ben Drebergen bribe and genre, <laughs> bed brine green, you. binder be green, okay. and beer being nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got a case of the bed brine green over here at the B&B. We probably yep. want to get that oh, yeah. checked out. Like, not even bed bugs. We got the bed brine green. Uh, the case is bad. That's why we shouldn't have gotten our beds out of the ocean. Oh, That's no. Right. Full of barnacles. All oh. right. Next one. Sedately penis. Whoa. Uh, oh, little Jerry. Uh, I, I heard tickle porn first. <laughs> Never a statement I thought I'd ever hear you say. <laughs> Denise Stapley? That is correct. Denise Stapley, pertinently enough, does indeed anagram to sedately penis. <laughs> oh, perfect. I love it when it makes sense. Uh, I also, some, o- some other anagrams are Seaside Plenty, oh. Please Destiny, Saltine Speedy, Sanely, sanely Despite, Aptness Eyelid and Nastily Seeped. Nast- 
what? Nestle I could use some saltine speedy for my hangover this morning. <laughs> saltine speedy. Yeah, especially to help with that bed brine green. Yeah, it, it would it, probably sop it right up. Cures it right up. Nastily <laughs> seeped. Nastily seeped in bed brine green. All right. It's like a tongue twister. All right. Here we go. <laughs> a clan has air. <laughs> uh, oh, tickle porn. All right. Tickle porn. Adam Klein. It is not Adam Klein. Ooh. Liana. <gasps> clan has air. Damn it. A clan has air? Um, uh, okay. Uh, Lil Jerry. Yes. Wait. Uh, Sarah Lucina. That is correct. A clan has air translates to Sarah Lucina. We also have Canal has air, or my personal favorite of the bunch, Anal Car has I. <laughs> I think that's where they film the tickle porn. Yeah, exactly. In that anal car. Oh yeah. no. Has I? <laughs> Oh boy, that is nastily seeped if I ever heard one. <laughs> All right, next one. Damn it. Dank limp, sir. <laughs> uh Dank limp, sir. Dank limp, sir. Uh I'm trying to think who's gonna we're not reusing them, yeah. No, we're not reusing them. <laughs> uh, you want me to read? You want me to read some more? Yeah. All right. Uh, and milk rips. <laughs> or perhaps darn milk sip. <laughs> Or if you will, spank lid rim. Um. Spank. Oh, uh, Diggleborn. Yes, Kristen. Kim Frablin. That is correct. Oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> that took entirely too long. I feel like a big dumb idiot. I am very embarrassed. <laughs> I, okay. Yes, good. Good, good, good. I mean, listen, it makes sense. Kim is a cool cat, and she has probably has a dang limp, sir. Dang limp, sir. All right. Naked male. <laughs> Spelled M-A-I-L, as in, I went to tree mail, but instead, oh, uh, I got naked not, male. Not Liana's answer. Lil Jimmy, Lil John. <laughs> what? Lil John. I, can't, I cannot accept it unless I, the proper character's name is said. Uh, Tickleborn. <laughs> yes, Kirsten. That's Adam Klein, right? That's correct. Oh, man. <laughs> Shoot, guys, what's my thing? Uh, oh, no. I'm not helping. Did you just lock yourself out of the rest of the game by forgetting <laughs> <No>. your buzzer? <laughs> I lost it. Little Jerry, little Jerry. Guys, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> I would have loved this if it's like, I don't know, like you were you were logged in to play this game and then you just forgot your password in the middle of it. And yeah, just, I'm like Rupert. I'm locked out of the game. I'm gonna, <laughs> I gotta appeal to the mods. I'm gonna start using at Liana's little Jerry's kids. <laughs> <laughs> little Jerry's kids. <laughs> With your help, we can guess these kids into tickle porn ASAP. Oh no. <laughs> Keep them away from the drugs and the alcohols. I, I disavow. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. 
Platoon's Toys. Platoon's Toys. Uh, Platoon's Toys. Oh, uh, uh, Lil Jerry, Lil Jerry. Yes, Liana. Tyson Apostle. That is correct. Uh, some other anagrams for Tyson Apostle. Saloon Tot Spy. Uh, <laughs> tonal Post Yo. Hmm. <laughs> also Pony Tots. <laughs> also Sun Potty. And Salty on Stoop. Oh, that, that goes with those salty and speedies. Yeah. Exactly. And Salty on Stoop was the edge of extinction for a while, so. Ah, very true. It's thematic. One sandy stoop that you're salty on. All right. All right. Okay. Cake polisher. Uh, Cake polisher. Uh, tickle porn. Tickle porn? Sophie Clark? That is uh, correct. Solid. Uh, also, anagrams for Sophie Clark. Shaker police. <laughs> a heck spoiler. And <laughs> por- Horse pickle. But what about for Sophie G. Clark? Ooh, actually, you know what? Talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to go figure that out. <laughs> Heck, Perfect. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, just had a G. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's hex, uh, whatever with a silent G. Kagake polisher. <laughs> okay. Just put a G in there. Yeah. Uh, well, no. Well, congratulations, Kirsten. Uh, you have been able to win this game and best the anagrams. Admittedly, part of that was due to the fact that Liana fa- forgot her buzzer halfway through the game, but you were able to get it back by the end. Wow, what a heck spoiler, Mike. Uh, yes, I hope we all feel sedately penis after that rousing game. <laughs> no, oh, no, let's not. Let's not say that. I'm going to need some saltine speedies to get the taste of that game out of my mouth. <laughs> Uh, you know what those actually go great with peanut butter oh but can you eat a whole jar of saltine speedies (laughs) in one sitting yeah those fill you up that is truly the question that's in fact my discussion question this week no (laughs) um i really don't have a good so i wrote down i was like things to discuss i wrote down wet pole as a topic of discussion um i think just because it made me laugh but my actual main question is how is tony still here because i am baffled beyond belief and he's getting a good edit and i'm very confused as to what is going on right here kirsten like can you help help me figure this out because i genuinely don't understand so liana in nature there are two species. They are the lions and they are the hyenas. And generally speaking, if the lions band together, they can take out the hyenas. And that is how Tony is still in the game. Now, Sarah did say, though, that everyone is a lion. Yeah, but Sarah also said she was one of the 12 greats. <laughs> she also said she was spaghetti. Okay, that That's was true. also very, like... She got like halfway through the analogy. She's like, it's like a bowl of spaghetti. And then she's like, and that was it. like yeah. kind of it. Like, she's like, you can't tell where one relationship ends and the next begins. But she didn't like go the extra step of being like, and the relationships are the noodles. Like, it was just 
weird. I also am intrigued to see, like, does Sarah Lestina just sip one long noodle when she goes out to eat pasta? Like, <laughs> She's like, I don't want to get involved in anyone else's stuff. I will have one noodle and one noodle yeah, only. Excuse me, sir, a garçon. Tonight I will have one long noodle prepared in your finest marinara sauce. <laughs> this is a lady in the tramp situation just waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, Wyatt, get on the other end of that noodle and we'll meet in the middle eventually. I'll come back to you in like an hour or so once we're halfway through with it. Oh my gosh, the spaghetti alliance. <laughs> Neck, if you, uh, Mike, if you ever get to go back for preseason, you have to ask them what pasta dish they think they are. Oh my God, I, I would love that just to like put the image in their head of like, I'm going to make you think about carbs right before you go right? through 39 days of starvation. Because then yeah. they're going to dwell on it again, thinking like, oh, what pasta am I? And no, then it's like, oh, pasta. I think we definitively settled on if I ever do go back. The question will be, if you had one ability to use magic for one time only in Survivor, what would you do? That's not a bad one. I mean, it's no pasta dish, but it'll do. Uh, Also, Sophie G. Clark anagrams here. Uh, We have oligarch peaks. Uh, Let's see. Hair lip geckos. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. A sickle gopher. Oh. Cheaper log ski. Mm, everybody uh, wants that. And cereal hog skip. <gasps> Love that. <laughs> what was the uh, what was the log cereal log skip? I think uh, cereal hog. hog skip. Cereal hog skip. I'm picturing a cereal box with a pig on it, but it's dressed like Tony the Tiger, and it's a type of cereal. So in case anyone was curious what was running through my mind in that moment, that's what I'm picturing. And the hog is named Skip. And it's named Skip, yeah. I'm just too busy feeling bad for all those hair lip geckos. Oh, so sad. So sad, (laughs) so tragic. But to answer your question, Liana, I mean, yeah, it is pretty crazy. Tony has received zero votes as of yet. And it does feel like, you know, a lot of the bigger names. I feel like Tony was one of the bigger names coming in. I wonder if he's just been so goofy and really has played into like downplaying himself despite jumping into bushes at the slightest hint of a vote that for some reason his name's being kept off maybe it's a matter of like there are people i have to deal with immediately and people i can deal with down the line and tony just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back that eventually like he's going to be sitting at the end but yeah it is quite ridiculous that we have tony and kim sitting and emerge when preseason i think we both peg them as like pretty unlikely to make the merge Well, and the other thing, too, that I think maybe factors into this is they truly went to tribal council so few times. So when Mm. you're not, you know, reinforcing everything with a vote, it can it's kind of easy to be like, oh, Tony's up to his old tricks again. Don't talk in front of the well. He's got a spy shack. What a silly guy. Uh, But like if they had been going to consistent tribal councils, it'd be like, whoa, look what this guy's doing. Like, we got to be worried. Yeah, that's entirely possible because he was pretty safe early on. I think his relationship with Sarah, too, is something that I mean, we've Mm -hmm. seen it. So I don't want to say it's necessarily underreported, but I think that that probably also has to do or is part of the reason why he's safe, because as like, okay, I think so far from what I have seen on my television screen, Sarah is playing a better game this game than I saw during Game Changers. And maybe Mm. it's just the way that it's being conveyed to me, but I feel better about the game that she's playing here. Uh, Or, or, no, you know what? Well, yeah, maybe. Okay, look, here's the thing. 
when I think about Sarah's game, I don't necessarily think like, oh my gosh, what a great player. But when I see her here, I'm like, oh, she is a great player. Maybe there's stuff I missed in Game Changers. And no, I'm not going back to rewatch it, but <laughs> I will choose to appreciate her game a little bit more <laughs> than what I've seen here. I think you're just like not as blinded by your love for Suri this time out. And they haven't shown enough of Kim for you to, right. to get there's, there's a, there's goggles a, on. There's been a bowl of spaghetti sitting here this entire time, Liana, but they brought out the gelato bar and you're just like, oh my God, such delicious flavors. And the poor spaghetti has been getting cold. The gelato bars run out. And now you're like, okay, I guess there's this spaghetti. My God, this is much better than I thought. Maybe I should have eaten it when it was hot and would have been even better. If only. What's a gelato bar? I feel like uh, we could have just been like she was eating spumoni, you know, <laughs> it didn't have to be a whole bar. <laughs> I kind of like it. Oh, my gosh. OK, so I've been to this restaurant. It was uh, it's a chain called something. I don't know. I went to it in Montreal. Anyway, they have this bread bar where you just. <gasps> yes, I've been there. Something it's, like um, that. Uh, uh, give me one second. I can look it up easily because I know exactly where it is in Calgary. Okay. Anyway, so there's this bread bar and you can mm-hmm. just go and you can, they have a bunch of loaves of bread and you can just pick whatever bread you want and it comes and it's all inclusive with your meal. And then they have this little grill and lots of different types of butters and you get to like put a bunch of butter on your bread. It's just like loaves of bread, but for some reason, because it's in this like very exciting setup, it's very amazing. It's, it's called just bread. It's called Pacini. Pacini, yes. But the thing is, is it's so exciting because like normally you go to a restaurant and there's like one option for garlic Mm -hmm. bread. But then you go to Pacini and you're like, oh my God, there's like ciabatta bread. There's normal white bread. There's whole grain bread. There's sourdough bread. There's this. And then there's like a million different types of garlic butter and other spreads to put it on. You get to toast it yourself to your level of like crispiness. It's a very enjoyable experience. It's awesome. So, Wait, so does like does the bread come with anything, or is it just like bring me bread? Well, so like you order whatever like pasta dish you want off of the menu, oh. and then once you order, that gives you entry to the garlic bread bar. Right, you get access to the garlic bread bar, but there's also other butters as well. It's very exciting, and it's like included with your meal. So, it's and so you can like. Nice go ham on the go you can go bread on the bread it's i ate so, so much garlic bread when i when it was honestly <laughs> disgusting like the amount of carbohydrate i consumed that day is probably a guinness world record do you think you could eat more garlic bread or peanut butter in one sitting garlic bread Ooh, interesting what you, Le- I, you, Le- you Leona, what about you me- oh my god well what do you define as more like by volume or by, by weight, weight. Oh, by weight. Well, peanut butter is very... If dense. I weighed you at the end of it, which right. would make you heavier? <laughs> <laughs> I think peanut butter is just super dense. So I think if we're going by that metric, I would pick peanut butter. However, what would I choose to eat a lot of? That would be garlic bread. I would agree with that. I think garlic bread for like quality. And I think if you want quantity, I suppose peanut butter. No, so I just feel like if I'm eating peanut butter, which like now that we're working from home, everyone has had a spoonful of peanut butter for lunch at some point in the last few weeks. And anyone who says they haven't is either allergic to peanuts or a liar. 
And I feel like I can eat like two tablespoons of peanut butter is like as much as I can eat without being like, Ugh, I feel kind of gross now. Whereas like, I think I could crush like probably two loaves of garlic bread in one sitting oh if I had to. Yeah, um, I think I could too. Especially if it's a like light fluffy bread. Right? Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah, man, that's so good. Well, oh man. To, well, to go back to, as, as we get out of the, the bread bar here, to go back to Liana's question, oh. I think for me, like I actually haven't seen that much of a difference between Sarah's game, which is astounding to me because my big thing coming in, and that's why she got so many of these like Dalton Ross votes, is that like she was able to play such a great game last time because she was able to be such a friend to your face and then manipulate your one-on-one relationships to her liking. Yet she's able to do the exact same thing in here. We see her connecting really well with people like Tyson, with people like Sophie, with people like Ben, and with Tony, obviously. Like she just has a great innate ability across seasons to just find one person and be like hey i'm just gonna get to know you and as a result that fosters that immediate connection granted i think the thing about game changers is that she was able to parlay that into like using that for advantages both numbers wise and with actual advantages themselves that we just haven't seen yet but i do see some common dna there between lacina's games hmm yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I feel like I'm I'm seeing more of those connections because I mean, obviously we saw it with like Sarah or with um, Sarah Don Thomas and mm-hmm. that whole situation. But there's something more humanizing maybe about the interactions I feel like she's having out here. I don't know if it was the whole like Tony thing where she had to sneak into the other camp or it's the stuff that we got to see with Tyson and see them bonding. I don't know. But there, there's something that feels more warm about it because i feel like mm, she's not a like character a nice that loaf of garlic bread oh my god from Pacini, Pacini, P- um yeah Pacino. so Pacino. I, I think that uh, one of the key things here though is like after game changers we heard from everybody that they had a close personal bond mm-hmm. with sarah and that she was such a friend to them and then used that to her advantage whereas this time we're actually getting to see her have those friendship moments which right. i think um helps it hit home a little bit better I completely agree. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is that, like, again, I feel like in Game Changers, like you said, we only really saw that with Sarah Don Thomas, and that was to get the legacy advantage. You know, we had heard people say, like, oh, I trust Sarah, but it really didn't feel like we were seeing that side of Sarah. Maybe it's because the Game Changers editing was so frenetic. Maybe it's because Sarah did not go to Tribal Council a lot pre-merge, so we couldn't really see it. Maybe it's because she was the winner, and they wanted to focus her more strategically instead of socially, but... I guess I, I guess what the conclusion that I'm sort of coming to is that it's the same core game, but it's being portrayed differently. And I don't know how that portends for how she's actually going to do, but I'm glad we're seeing it because I, I think she's like a top tier player, especially considering she's able to pull this out again and get to the merge and be in a very, very good spot. Yeah, I like it too. Although to go back to Kirsten's original point, I would rather see more Kim Spradlin. So, or Kim mm. Sadlin, as we have named her, Aww. but she seems to be doing better now. Hey, she's reunited with her favorite thing options. Yeah, yeah she's Kim Gladlin now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh okay so let's hop in to our next game we are going to take a trip down to casuals corner remotely of course uh given the pandemic and what i'm gonna do for this is i'm going to read you a comment from the survivor facebook page and it is up to the two of you to guess how many likes this Ooh. post oh uh-huh. so you'll you will both answer every question so on the honor system just write down a number of likes and we'll do prices right rules so the closest without going over wins the point okay 
Okay. So, like I said, these are comments from the Facebook page. Comment number one. Glad to see that Boston Rob didn't get back in. Enough of him. Ooh. Mike, how many likes do you think this post had? So we know, the one thing I know about Survivor Casuals, they love Boston Rob. And you're talking specifically about likes, not reactions. If I was thinking reactions, I guess a much higher number because I think you get some angries in there. You know, you get some down thumbs down, even though I don't think that's an option. So I'm going to go with, if we're just going with likes, I'm going with five likes. I do not think many people agree with this opinion. Okay, Kirsten, what do you think? So I agree as well that it is a low number. I think because so many people are home, it might be slightly higher than normal. So I wrote down 14. Ooh, 14. Okay, so the winner here is Kirsten. There were actually 58 likes (gasps) on that post. What happened? I I thought Boston Rob had the casuals eating out of his hat. Now they just turned him away. He had an emotional moment. There seemed to be some, there's some backlash going on. There's an uprising in the casuals against Boston Rob. There's a BR coup. So, I mean, crazy. to Kirsten's point, do we think that self-isolation has brought more casuals into said corner, that it's now juking the results? Ooh, that's a good question. And I wonder if it's right. So are we getting just more, but like the same distribution of people? Or are we getting a new subset of Boston? Like the Boston Rob haters were out being social and busy. And now that they're inside, (laughs) now they're allowed to comment on stuff. That's entirely possible. Yeah, yeah, oh man, now that I'm see, stuck inside you, I can really take out my rage on Boston Rob. <laughs> you see a picture of Boston Rob haters and there's no phones in sight, just people living in the moment. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Amazing. Okay, so Kirsten, you have one point. The yeah. next comment is I wish this was a tribe. A lot of my favorites, but Boston Rob since day one from his very first season will always be my favorite player. Oh, now I'm confused. How many likes do you think this got? Okay. I'm going to go much higher number this time. Okay. I'm going to go with 432. 432. All right, Mike, what do you got? I feel like it's in that range. I feel like it might be a shade lower. I feel I don't know how these people feel about old school players, especially if them again, if if we're thinking that casual means very recent, just sort of like glancing at someone saying, oh, who is that? Oh, yeah, I think I remember them. But I'm going to go with 375. 375. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you're both over, but you were both close. So it was 359 likes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mike, you're very close. So the uprising is there, but you know, the Boston Rob stands are still, are still in charge. It's a vocal minority. Yeah, exactly. It's a vocal, a vocal minority for sure. Okay. Speaking of Boston Rob, let's go on to comment three. I like Rob, but enough is enough. He has won and Amber. CBS paid for their wedding. Let's see someone else with a family have the money. Okay, I'm very confused if he's saying that him and Amber won or if he won and Amber. He has won 
and Amber. I think they're saying and Amber won or he okay. won Amber. I'm not like, sure. Like, All of he, the above. He yes. won an Amber. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> okay. So, Mike, how many likes do you think this comment had? Okay. So, if we're using the barometer here, the BRometer from Lad from the first comment, that was 58. I feel like this one is more detailed, and usually more detailed comments tend to get more likes because it draws more eyes to it. I'm going to go with an even 100 likes. Okay, 100 likes. Kirsten, what do you think? Okay, so I I did not think in the same way. Obviously, I'm not as practiced going into the casual corner. I thought that it was confusing and therefore (laughs) would have fewer likes on the first one. So I went with 31. Okay, 31. Kirsten, you were closer, but you both were still over. It was 23 likes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, again, part of the small vocal minority for the uprising, but, you know, their strength and their 23 numbers. Yeah. (laughs) Number 23. Comment number four. The challenges of dangling on a pole, standing on a small area, dot, 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 are boring, dot, dot, dot. Eating gross bugs, etc., dot, dot, dot. Actually, fishing challenge survivor skill would be better. Dot, dot, dot. Mm. Tyson, wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> Love that PS in there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, I don't, I don't know what to do with that, so I'm, I'm just going to guess 69. Oh, Yay. I was about to go with that, too. <laughs> uh, I'll go a little higher. I'm going to go, I'll go with 89. You were both over. This had one like. Aww. <laughs> yeah. It, it had everything that people want. They want, you know, <laughs> complaining, wanting to go back to the old school challenges. I don't know what, da- like, they weren't, they're not dangling on a pole. They're not holding on to a pole and, like, dangling from above. They're gripping the pole. Uh, and I guess Tyson wearing pants was not enough to bring the eyes back to the post. Do you think <laughs> they watched the challenge too and got confused? Oh, yeah, maybe because Jay was on it. They're like, this isn't Survivor, or is it? <laughs> I, I liked it. Like, I, I wonder which part of this comment got that one like. I l- choose to believe that it was the Tyson wearing mm. pants comment at the end. <laughs> but I Wait, could be oh, wrong. Here. OK, no, I'm, I like Kirsten's idea here. I think someone accidentally watched the challenge. Thinking yeah. it was Survivor, commented on the dangling pole challenge. And spoiler alert for the challenge. Uh, when they said Tyson put pants on, that was not Tyson. That was Asaf. <laughs> Actually, that might make sense with some of the comments that are like, Survivor's too easy these days. They give them so much food. Where's all the alcohol coming from? <laughs> Why are they in a bunker? Like, wow, how'd they get a whole bunker? Did they build that themselves? <laughs> Wendell's really good at his job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Just like, where did they get the track? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would I'm actually cool? like. Listen, I'm, yeah, I'm not suggesting anyone perform some sabotage here on the on the casual page, but I kind of would be interested if somebody went in and just started posting comments about the challenge and see if we could gaslight the casual community into thinking that the challenge was what happened on Survivor. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go out here and gaslight the casuals. Okay, Mike. <laughs> hey, look the uh, the quarantine brings out interesting things in people. Okay, I mean so, we do have the quarantine for that, right? It's either you have the quarantine for either doing this 
or dragging Boston Rob. Like pick pick your poison because we have to do something. Okay. <laughs> Comment number five. I would love to see the merge happen, but also for the EOE people brought back in as an entire tribe too. Dot dot dot. Really piss off Sandra. L M F A O. Ooh, okay. So this is going to hit on a fun point, which is I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure the casuals were very, very down on Sandra raising the flag, which, as I talked about last week with Peridium and Once Upon an Island, I'm totally fine with. I can imagine that the casuals probably were not. And so to stick it to Sandra, also, you know, we were talking about the the EOE comment that was from before had like, I think, like 350 likes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go in the same range. I'm going to go an even 400. Okay, Kirsten. What okay, about so you? Mike makes a lot of very good points that I did not consider. Before I reveal my guess, I would just like to say, so they want the merge, but also with a second tribe. And that <laughs> is not a merge. Um, yeah, right. I didn't even get that. Like, don't just bring back the EOE people. Like, they bring back the EOE people in an entire tribe, yeah. <laughs> like a separate tribe, which is then by definition, like yeah. you say, not the merge. Exactly. Okay. So I wrote down 111. Okay. Well, Mike, if you divide your number by 10, <laughs> that would be the correct answer. It so was I won. 40. <laughs> no, you do not get the I point. Was the closest I think- to, the, to the multiple. Yeah, it's closest to the multiple. If I can divide your number by another number and get <laughs> an even integer and get the answer, you will be correct. Um, yes, that was 40 likes. I think it was definitely people were like not super happy about the whole Sandra thing, but there weren't, to be honest, a lot of comments about it. So it seems like people were kind of glossing over it because honestly, it was a blink and you miss it kind of moment. Um, also, I think she officially pulled the flag last week. So, um, so, so maybe, maybe like the, would... the the wounds have healed over. Right. Exactly. Also, I would just like to say for the record that Sandra getting to EOE saying how much food y'all got and then saying, nah, not for me and leaving is a highlight of my life. Not just the season of Survivor. That was amazing. Yeah. Y'all got I'm... any garlic bread? No, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you know what? I'm on board with this because EOE is not Survivor. And she came to play Survivor. And honestly, if I was like a new player in a season of Survivor and I got sent to the edge of extinction, I would seriously consider being like, no, because this is not what I signed up for. Like, get the boat, man. I'm out of here. I'm going back to Ponderosa. I'm going on a cruise. I'm going to breakfast, having that cereal that has that pig on it, Skip. Gotta (laughs) have that cereal hog, Skip. That saltine speedies. I don't want to sleep in any bed brine green. (laughs) No, thank you. And I do not need any dank limp sirs. Certainly not. Certainly (laughs) not. You want to avoid those. All right. Well, speaking of things you might want to avoid, let's talk about comment six. The Island of Misfit Toys. All the powerhouses are getting voted off. Understandable, but not entertaining. More Edge of Extinction, please. Wow. Wow, indeed. So, Kirsten, how many likes do you think this comment got? I'll admit I'm perplexed. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to guess 17. 17. Okay, Mike? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with uh, 25. 
25. Okay, you are both over. It was only eight likes. Wow. Only eight likes. Maybe the so Nibian- if you add both digits of my guess together, you actually get the right answer. So I guess that makes it the correct answer because it's mathematically, you can use the John Nash equation to come up with it. So I, the, I, maybe they, they missed, like, it's not Christmas yet, so they didn't like the Island of Misfit Toys. Who's the most like the Charlie in the box in uh, of the people left in the game? Ooh, oh, of the people that are left in the game. Uh, Adam Klein. Adam Klein, yep. Adam yeah. Klein is the Charlie in the box. Yeah, yeah. Nobody course, wants a Charlie in the box. <laughs> he p- pops up. Marriage. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this. All the list of misfit toys, and I believe the Charlie in the box was the only one that was like outright named. There was like a scooter for Jimmy, uh, a train with square wheels. That kind of feels for, like yeah. Little what Jerry? about for little Jerry? Yeah, uh, that feels the train with square wheels on his caboose sounds like Tony. Like he's a train, but he's put uh-huh. himself on square wheels. A boat that cannot stay afloat. Uh, kind of sounds like I don't know whose game keeps getting sunk. Maybe that's like a maybe that's like a, a Wendell. Could be a Wendell. Could yeah, maybe come. Jeremy because he was you know fighting for something very clearly that was not considered by everyone mm. else. Oh, here's one: a cowboy who rides an ostrich. That's Ben Drebergen. Oh yes, yeah, hundred no, percent. I think that's the perfect actual representation of Ben Drebergen as a Survivor player is a cowboy riding an ostrich. Have you guys ever seen like you know those Halloween costumes that inflate to make it look like you're like riding a horse or whatever? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I one year had that costume but was riding an ostrich. What? That exists? Oh yeah, I'm sure I can find a photo of this. Oh my god. Okay, well we know that the mass singer got a bunch of those on back order because <laughs> coming up next, it's cowboy riding an ostrich. Yeah, it's I, I think the costume said ostrich jockey, but I I don't really know if that's I don't think that's a real thing. That yeah, sounds like no, an anagram. In, in, yeah, right. Who's who what player is that an anagram for? <laughs> uh yeah, inflatable ostrich rider Halloween costume. I'm looking at it on Am oh god, it's terrifying. Isn't it so scary? Is it pink? Um, I feel like the like neck of the ostrich was kind of pinkish. Okay, some of these are more legit than others. The one that I'm looking at right now is utterly terrifying. I really would like to know if it's the one that I had. Uh, all right, let me see what I can do here. How does technology work? You tell me you're the scientist. Oh, I was gonna... <laughs> Wait, how do I send a... This is so exciting. Oh, I almost <laughs> oh I'm almost. i pretty sure if it's the one that I'm seeing, uh-huh. that's pink. It's definitely the one that I had. Okay. I sent the Amazon link in the chat. It is terrifying. And its eye is like droopy. It's like a sedated ostrich, but it's, it doesn't even look like an ostrich. Yes, it looks that like is a the costume I had. It looks like somebody just took three hot dogs and just like stuck <laughs> them on their legs and... <laughs> I don't know, boss. We I'm got like, all the we got three hot dog costumes. We don't I, know what to do with them. I clicked the link and now it's like honey is being like, Well, don't do you wanna see the discounts on this? There's never a better time. Hey, okay, but due to increased demand, they've temporarily reduced product selection. There's only four left in stock. Order soon. Oh, oh no. no. Oh my god, do you think this is essential? Do you think I'll get it soon? I, I think, think I need it. All three of us should order it, and then if we're ever in the same place again, we can all wear those. And we can have an ostrich race. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, like a sack race, you know? 
but for ostriches fits most grown-ups <laughs> <laughs> it's like the way it is is you basically get in and then it has like a drawstring at the waist and then it has like a little motor and you turn on the motor and it inflates uh, it's actually quite cold Don't, yeah, it i can adults? imagine just blowing air at you at all times adults not grown-ups hey who says grown-ups <laughs> i'm a grown-up little jimmy yeah, little, little jerry, little little jerry. jerry. <laughs> hey i'm a grown-up I'm a grown up. That's what the three hot dogs uh, in an ostrich jockey costume say. But we're a grown up. Yeah, I'm a grown up. I'm right around my hot dogs. I got a pension. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. About, like, this is the weirdest thing that I've seen. And I was on the Casuals Corner like Facebook page today. So, well, you're welcome. Day. I don't remember how it came up. But... <laughs> because Ben Drebergen and the oh, Island right. of <laughs> Yes. <laughs> should we get should we send this costume to Ben we should send him one and then he can, should, he can ride it we should anonymously and, send and, and that makes me that makes me really want a reunion a live reunion so Ben can wear this costume <gasps> yeah yes. while social distancing which if you're wearing this people will social distance <laughs> yeah. away from you nobody's gonna get around you getting someone within six feet of you in that thing oh yeah no or sure. would you have trouble keeping them away <laughs> Ew. no oh, this, yeah, this is, is for grown-ups in more ways than one <laughs> for most grown-ups well that's gonna be like the the tickle porn parody right is like uh the ostrich <laughs> the, the infamous instead of a plumber it's an ostrich writer are we gonna get in trouble from rob for how many times we said tickle porn today is there a tally? Like we we okay, right? We get an email from Rob. Guys, a cap. Ten times is the cap. No more. Okay, guys. Guys, you said tickle porn thirty-seven times. Come on, you're grown-ups. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Act like it. And yeah. to that I say, grow up. Put put on your grown-up costume and be professional, please. That's another little Jerry thing of like, I'm 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 an adult. I got I put on my grown-up costume and everything. Aww. <laughs> up costume, which it's just the uh the three kids in a trench coat. Yeah. I'm gonna see if there's a kid version to send to Asher. I I think there is. I don't. I think he's too young at the moment, but he will He'll grow. I mean, if, it. if if there's a kid version, the ostrich is going to be like the size of a baseball, <laughs> like the I size mean, differential. If, if there's a kids version, maybe it would work for either Mike or Angela in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can wear it till he grows into it. <laughs> okay, son. It's been a while, but on your 10th birthday, I wanted to pass something very special down to you. I bequeath you my the ostrich. All right, that's all right. Daddy's got to go back to the asylum, so I'm glad he gave you this gift. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, goodness. Okay, all right, all right. We, we got a couple more comments to get. Oh, my through. God. Oh, really? Okay. Wait, how many are there? And is it possible for me to not win at this point? Okay, well, because you guys have gone over so many times, Kirsten's the only one who has a point. Because I haven't been giving out points. Oh, right, it was Price is Right rules. <laughs> yeah. So currently the score is one to zero, and we are on question seven. <laughs> so that's kind of what we're going with right now. Um, okay, so question number seven. Who's left? Tony? Tyler? Don't recognize anyone else. Well, I think you only recognize one person. <laughs> I don't know who Tyler is. Uh, Kakuno? 
<laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Lord, uh, Rob will yell at him. Uh, okay, I can't remember who. Mike, I think it's you. Mike, how many likes do you think this comment has? Five. Okay, and Kirsten? Well, this really backfired because I wrote down one. <laughs> you wrote down one. Well, Kirsten, I have good news for you. It was only one like. <laughs> Okay, so do I get double points? Yeah, you got it. Yep, you get double points because you got it on the money. (laughs) Mike still gets his uh, 4,400 guess from earlier. But if you divide his answer by itself, you get the right answer. Yeah, that's true. So I should get triple points. No, no. Going on here. All right, question number eight. Call me dizzy, but. Am I right in thinking that the seven jury members are still on extinction, still playing the game, waiting for another chance to return to the game? When they were announced as the jury, I thought their game was over. Signed, confused in Maine. Okay, is this so did this turn into like an advice column? Okay, hi, confused in Maine. I've got news for you. Yeah, it's your Abby. <laughs> I, I love the am I dizzy or <laughs> yeah, call me you dizzy. are. Um okay. So I am going to go with six. Six. All right, Mike, how many you got? I gotta go with nine. Oh, yay. Okay, well, Mike, the strategy, as silly as it may have been, got you the correct point. It was 15 15 likes. Oh, well, I think those people are supporting. I go for comedy. So there there were people supporting her vertigo, apparently, and just trying to, by staggering uh, her surmise about what the jury might be and that they're still on extinction. Like, how does this work? Still on extinction? There were uh, great use of all cap letters or all cap words here. Um, I tried to capture, but the, the way that was written, I could really see like John Mulaney saying that. Am yeah. I dizzy? Yeah. Or did they say they were on the jury? <laughs> They're on the jury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so good. Have you, have you guys uh, watched John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch, by the way? No. Um, I watched. I've seen some of it, um, but I fell asleep oh, because I fall oh. asleep most of the time now. But I really liked what I saw. You need to watch it. Liana, like once we get off here, like get Puya, go okay. watch it. Like you're going to you're going to love it. I, and people okay. out there watch it, especially like in this time in quarantine. It is so ridiculous and it is so positive that like it is absolutely perfect. And it is it is ridiculous. But I, I want to go back to that question from Dizzy because. No, confused in Maine. Oh, I apologize. Confused, dizzy in Maine. Because (laughs) I got this question and I got some pushback from it. If someone raises the sale now, are they still on the jury or would they go home? Mm, Oh, good question. I I personally thought that they were going that they would go home because like, I don't think it would make sense for Jeff to be like, here's the jury. And also coming in from Ponderosa are these people. Like, we're not co-mingling locations to make jurors happen. Yes. To me, I thought that they would be on the jury, and I just think it would be really funny for someone who's, like, all clean and well-dressed to have to sit with everyone from the edge for a couple hours every couple days. 
Oh, yeah. No, I would love it. I would love it if that were the case. So it's like bring in the jury from the edge of extinction. Bring in also the jury from Ponderosa. And then they all have to sit together and the people of Ponderosa are clean and they smell nice. And the people on the edge smell horrible. And they're all social distancing because that's what you should do. But mainly because the edge of extinction people smell bad. So I would love that. However, I think I agree with Mike here. I don't think that they would do that. I think if you raise the sale, I think you're gone. I think you're out of the game. There are only so many ways you can bring in people. There are only so many entrances to tribal council. I just don't know how you're not going to have them run into each other. Otherwise, it's going to have to be like a choreographed routine. So if you put up the sale now, do you get to go into the little like Robin Sandra booth and just give your commentary? Oh, that's I like that. that's, Sandra. Yeah, they should have sent her like she's hanging out in Ponderosa. I don't know. If, I don't know if they do a whole pre-jury trip just for her. Uh, but otherwise, like she can go hang out in her booth, make more commentary, laugh at people. And then when we release that as like a special edition on the DVD when it comes out. What I had seen online was that when Keith and Wendy did it, they maybe were sent on a cruise. Hmm. Which I feel like would be less work for production than arranging like a whole trip. But I have no idea. I would love for Sandra to tell us what she did. Yeah, that would be really interesting, especially because it is, like you say, just her. <laughs> like, what is Sandra doing all by her lonesome, like hanging out? Um, that would be very, I, she's very having the time of her life. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, she just spent, what, like 50 plus days in Fiji with like a two week break. She's like, I'm good. Send me to Antarctica. I don't want to go to an island ever again. Just give me like food and <laughs> some time alone and I'm good. I think she's fine with the concept of islands. I think she just doesn't want to be on the survivor island. Maybe they send her back to the snug, I'm telling you. <laughs> They're like, hey, uh, watch out for that chicken that pecked you. Yeah, right. It's still out there it's roaming still around. There. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Comment okay. nine. We got two more to oh go. My, God. Oh my, my God. favorite line last episode was from Adam when he voted for Wendell. It's either me or you tonight. I know that. But do you? Boom. <laughs> Mic drop. And I don't even like Adam. <laughs> that was a really fun voting confessional, too, because it was very much like maybe it's just again the way Adam comes across, but it's very like blues clues to me <laughs> i know it's between yeah. you and me but do you yes <laughs> it's like we do we do it's like but do you <laughs> we do we do and it's like the silence waiting for the kids at home yeah. to say something today's word is married married their marriage uh, okay so we think this was adam or was this one klein Ooh, I don't know. This one feels a little devilly, so I feel like it's Klein. I it feels like, a little irascible. I feel like he was like shifting between the two in that moment. It's somewhere in the middle. And that's Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Saw the transformation live. <laughs> yeah, he starts as Adam, he, he shifts into Scott, and then becomes full Klein. <laughs> I think you killed Mike. <laughs> I just imagine, like, Adam's not here now. This is Scott. <laughs> it's, like, the least threatening name ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Jerry might be the only. Little Jerry is the only Little Jerry's threat. like, I'm not afraid of Scott. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's just the same guy. You guys know that, right? Not me, but a grown-up, and I know that. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. So... Mike, 
Oh, wait. Slash Scott slash Little Jerry. I'm How gonna, many yeah. likes do you think this post had? I feel like... I feel like people were generally behind it, but I don't know how much good they feel about Adam. So I'm going to go with an even 20. Okay, Kirsten, what do you think? Oh, I'm just so afraid of going over that I wrote down five. <laughs> five, okay. Well, it was the safe bet, but unfortunately, Mike is closer. It was 31 likes. Oh, wow, a lot of support behind Adam Klein and his voting confessional. Okay, so... Here we have a tie. We have two <laughs> points to two points. We really rallied in the air questions. there, Kirsten. <laughs> yeah, you- I think we should just go back and give the points to whoever was closest, even when they went <laughs> over, and then I handily win. Okay, well, here, how about this? Here's what we'll do for the last one. If you can go over, it'll just be whomever is closest. Okay. 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 Here is the comment. As long as it's not Pavarotti or the <laughs> chick in the Chiefs jersey, dot, dot, dot. Pavarotti. Oh, that's, that's, that, that's Sandra's philosophy, right? As long as it's not Pavarotti or the chicks in the Chiefs jersey. As long as it's not. Yeah, I'm convinced there's someone on the Facebook page that thinks that an opera singer is playing <laughs> in this season. Or that someone named their child after said opera singer. Right, exactly. And a woman, no less. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, Placido, come here and clean up the, the glass that you broke. <laughs> I, I was not ready. I, oh, oh my! Um, you better be ready. It's coming for you. <laughs> you oh. better be ready. <laughs> is that your is that your Pavarotti? The Pavarotti. Pavarotti impression. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm going, I'm going to guess that that had lucky number 13. Like, number 13. All right, Mike, what do you got? I'm going to go with, let's go with, oh, I think it's going to be less because of Pavarotti. I'm going to go with eight. Eight likes. Well, unfortunately, Kirsten, I can't even find a way to divide your number to get to the correct answer. It was Damn only it. four likes. So that's Mike- fine. You add my the two digits together, and it's a <laughs> number. That's double points. We've already been through. All right, I, for- I forgot that was one of the ways we can manipulate the numbers. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So then it's a tie because obviously. <laughs> uh congratulations mike and kirsten you were both winners really we're all winners here for having uh, survived the casuals going I'll, I'll be honest i've been laughing so much that i do feel dizzy so i understand <laughs> i sympathize with that with that woman who was very confused by the jury yes confused in maine in calgary <laughs> yeah confused in connecticut <laughs> start signing all my tweets that way please just start signing your tweets period i don't care what you sign them as it's like when you get like a text from your dad and he's yeah. like it's just like hey what do you want for dinner tonight love dad yeah yeah or hey liana it's dad I'm like yeah dad i i i know <laughs> yeah i mean i love it i almost want it to be like penned like one of those old civil war letters like my dearest daughter how what are you having for dinner tonight sincerely your father peter i could see bernie <laughs> doing that <laughs> Yeah, be sure to get yourself some saltine speedies. It's like <laughs> to the prevent only one ben I Brian Green. To prevent, yeah, right. What a heck spoiler. 
All right. Well, I have one more. I have one more quick game for us. It's a surprise game from a listener. Uh, Marjo, Mario, uh, I believe is their name. And they wrote me with this. There have been a number of tribe names and uh, that do don't mean anything in English, but they have a meaning in my native language. Finnish. The idea would be to guess what do these survivor tribe names mean in Finnish when given a couple of choices. I would love to see you guys learn some Finnish through Survivor. So here's how this is going to work. There's only about a handful of them, uh, but I'm going to give you a tribe, and I'm going to give you a choice of two definitions that tribe name is in Finnish, which apparently is the universal language of Survivor tribes. And we'll figure out, uh, I don't know if you want to work together or work against each other to see, you know, if, if we can exactly put the Google Translate on this. I let's together maybe. Yeah, let's collaborate. <laughs> it's more fun when you learn Finnish as a team. I'm just ups- a little upset that it it isn't Norwegian, so it could prepare us to watch Scom by mm. Olive. Is it like <laughs> Spanish great. and Portuguese? I had tr- I truly d- I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe we'll find out by the end of the game. Okay. All right. So here's the first one. So season four. There was a tribe called Rotu. In Finnish, does Rotu mean a tide or a race? Okay, this is going to be a complete crapshoot. Yeah. I have oh, absolutely yeah. no idea. So I think that just the way it flows, Rotu, it has to be a race. Of course. Okay, yeah. We're going to go with naturally we're gonna go with race <laughs> the natural answer was the correct answer road to does mean a race in finnish but in this case it means as in an ethnic race or an animal breed ah oh. okay well we knew but we knew that that was christian was just messing with you yeah so. i'm uh, naturally i knew that yeah well speaking of ethnicity let's go to survivor cook islands <laughs> does hiki mean Sweat or hair? Ooh, this one's tough. So I feel like <laughs> hair is very obvious. You think that's a, you think it's so obvious? I feel like it's a trick, and so it's oh, <laughs> oh, that's some next level strategy. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna go with not hair. You're gonna go with sweat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You fell for my traps. Sweat was correct. Oh, oh, okay. So you oh, didn't okay. fall for my trap. Oh, I oh, okay. am out here playing four-dimensional chess. You are a genius. This is amazing. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Survivor Gabon. Kota. Does Kota mean spear or hut? Ooh, what, what do you uh, think, Liana? Okay, all right. Let me try to channel spear or hut. Let's go with hut. That yeah. is correct. Boom! We know finish. Kota means a hut or a teepee. Nailed it. Did anybody know that we were fluent in Finnish? <laughs> I mean, I know now. <laughs> maybe maybe you learn Finnish like unconsciously and now it's sort of coming awake like Manchurian candidate style. Mm. Hmm. Fascinating. Oh. It, I mean it could happen. 
All right, let's move forward. Uh, we're actually jumping forward a whole 17 other seasons to season 34, Nuku, which is the tribe that Sarah Lucina came from. Does Nuku mean sleep or sand? I'm, I'm, I haven't, I, what are we even doing here? Sleep. <laughs> yeah, I, I also am feeling sleep on this one. <laughs> okay, sure. All right, don't sleep on sleep. Sleep is the correct answer. Dude! It's, apparently, it's like an imperative verb that's used in a command or a wish, like sleep well. Ah, of course. I mean, yeah, well, we knew that. So you're yeah, just telling the well. audience. Yeah, right. Yeah, the listeners. All right. The merge tribe in Survivor Game Changers was Maku Maku. Does Maku mean flavor or spiciness? Well, I mean, so both, obviously. Here's the situation. So, like, the flow of the word Nuku is like a command. Mm-hmm. And so that makes me feel like Maku is more likely to be spiciness than flavor. Technically, they're both correct. So let's just throw that out there. This yeah, is they're a the same thing. question. They're the same <laughs> thing. So either way, we are correct. But yes, whatever you said, Kirsten, I agree. Spiciness. Uh, it is flavor, but I guess you're correct. We're correct. Yeah, <laughs> is a flavor. So. Yeah, we're so good. Uh, yeah, I guess it would be like saying rectangle and square as the two yeah. options. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, it's like sort of correct. Anyways, again, what are we doing here? Um, <laughs> because. It's not like we have any sort of concept of finished. Or like no, I don't know. Product. It really sounds like you do very prodigiously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I've I, my brain decided to put it's a ma- wait. What was it? Maku? Ma- maku, maku. <laughs> That's a maku meatball. <laughs> It's what popped into my head, and I don't know why. I blame so if, so Sarah if, Lucina. But it's not even. It's like, yeah, ma, yeah, Maku meatballs with Sarah Lucina spaghetti. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's all making sense. You know what? I think we really have put something together here. Like, I think every time I come to the BMB, we find some sort of conspiracy to uncover. And I'm here to say, wake up, sheeple! It's Maku meatballs and Sarah spaghetti. We knew it. We've been oh, the here. entire time. That's what she's. Sarah's been buying ad space. That's why there's been so many pasta. Next time you look at a pasta commercial on CBS, that's not Olive Garden. That's not ragu. That's maku meatballs and Sarah spaghetti getting into your heads. I also feel like Sarah spaghetti could be like the neighbor on Blue's Clues. Yeah, the oh, yeah. Adam that Adam visits when he yeah. wants to ask whether who voted for him. Yes, one hundred percent. All right, we have a couple more here. Uh, let's talk about Kama, 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 Kama from Survivor Edge of Extinction. Does Kama mean mask or junk? What do you think, Liana? I uh, just want to know what you think. Okay, sure, yeah, junk. Junk is the correct answer, but specifically, uh, they wrote here, noun often used as slang for drugs. <laughs> Oh, yes. So this take, puts a whole new meaning to Ron Clark saying, I love comma. Oh, <laughs> is that why he's so giddy all the time? <gasps> and the dancing. It explains the dancing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just high on comma. 
we all thought that that was just a nice thing to say about his tribe. But really, he yeah, really no wonder, no wonder they kept winning those challenges. You put that comma in Joey Amazing, he just goes crazy. Well, and like they probably didn't even have to sleep or anything. Yeah, they didn't have to nuku. <laughs> All right, finally, let's go to this merge tribe. So I don't know if you guys knew, but this merge tribe's name is Koru. K-O-R-U. Does Koru mean a jewel or a crown? Again, technically, (laughs) I think no matter what we say, we're right. But I think uh, since Liana and I are both queens, we should probably go with crown. Okay, you're technically wrong. It is a jewel, but... But jewels are in crowns. Yeah, so we, we were right. We just slept the game. We are killing this. We're so good. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. So if I'm like, okay, is it egg or hollandaise sauce? You're like, well, <laughs> we win either way because one is in the other. Yeah, exactly. And that would be right. <laughs> and we are correct. Uh, so some other random ones that they gave us, some contestant names in Finnish. Haley. Like Haley Ford means a hug in Finnish. Uh, and Thai means or. Or. And also, as a, as a bonus for Swedish, which is uh, Finland's other official language, Flicka means a girl. Ah, yes, that makes sense. So, okay. as much as we thought that Flicka Flame was a weird ass name, apparently it is Swedish for a girl. A girl. A girl? <laughs> just a girl. Just I'm just a girl. A girl. I'm, just, was... I'm just a Flicka. Well, let's move in to the final segment. Let's finish with the finish and move on to the question of the week. Create your own voting confessional pun using the name of a current player, as in last time when Wendell looked in the camera and said, you'll be on the edge of extinction tonight. Uh, Let's start with Sammy Cowell, who said, uh, I I feel like an obvious one is, it's been nice knowing (laughs) you. Yeah, that's a good one. Kay Breezy says, when you vote out Sarah, Hasta la cena, baby. Yeah, that one actually made me like laugh out loud. <laughs> should, like that, should that be the name of her Italian establishment? I, what? Hasta la cena, baby? Hasta yeah, exactly. la cena? It's the hasta la cena. wordy. Well, I think if she then has a kid's restaurant, it's called hasta la cena, baby. Ah, like, uh, yes. Toys R Us and Kids R Us. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. The two very uh, profitable businesses that are doing do you quite have, well. Do you have kids? Then come to hasta la cena, baby. For all your children's needs. That, it's, that's actually just like a separate section of the original restaurant where you can drop off your kids so you Live can enjoy your, your yeah. meal in peace. Can, you your, just, yeah. can your kids not digest the maku maku meatballs? Don't worry. We'll chew them up for them. Ew. Ew. Mike. <laughs> Is that what you do with Asher? Is it like a... I don't want to know. I do not want to know. When I get... Don't worry. When I get the ostrich, it'll take my place in that. I feel like task. Angela would never allow this. No, definitely not. Yeah, no baby birding with, you know, the birds know a lot, but they might be a bit behind on how to feed their children. We have that above them. Uh, Jonathan Troyer said, it's time you say Sara Nara, unless you happen to play an idol right in the nick of time. It's been fun, but I'll be Lasinia later. Ooh, man. Yeah. Uh, does, do they all say that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they all say that exact same every phrase. Every person says that phrase. They like coordinate it ahead. It's like on Big Brother when people coordinate the dances in the uh, hallway to the the diary room. It's mm-hmm. like that. Should people do that on Survivor? 
Uh, with the voting <laughs> could, you, could you imagine them like leapfrogging each other as they go up to the voting like, booth? There's a stairwell, Mike. It's not safe. Do they have to wait until the person comes back and sits down? This yes. is like a Stanley mustache situation. I can't remember if they're allowed yeah, to no, get they, up. They, they have to wait until the person comes, sits down, and then like, and then Jeff sort of like nods at them, and then they'll get up. But oh, yeah, so time. then they, we can't we can't have like Tony dipping Kim uh, Kim Spradlin, you know, well, <laughs> like dabbing. Probst knew about the dances. Oh yeah, he'd go for that for sure. <laughs> he loves zany stuff. He yeah, what a it. live tribal! They're dancing on the way to voting. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> uh, Parker says, this is a message from Wendell to Michelle that I guess will never come to fruition. We kicked it. Now you're kicking it. You thought we were together. You were co-wrong. Bye, babe. Oh, co-wrong. Well, Good. he was co-wrong to think he could vote Michelle out. <laughs> yeah, you can flip that. Just Michelle to Wendell. Uh, Dan Sinensky says, I know I'm getting your fire tokens because I'm in your will, son. Oh. <laughs> also, I don't care how many people I had to persuade. I'll call in some more favors if that's what it takes to get rid of you. And- it's, and I'm like, remind, rem- I was like, who's Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick Wilson. Right. Well, right, say, right, okay, right. So I got that one. But then I was like, who's Colin? <laughs> who's Colin? Like, is Dominic Colin? Like, what are we talking I was like, about? Wait, when did Colin Stone survive? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and finally, you know, saying goodbye feels right when the mesh fits. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, and then a couple more. Logan, simple one. Ben, nice knowing you. Uh-huh. Which I feel like works good. on many levels. Sure, it could be Ben, comma, nice knowing you. Like a good, mm-hmm. uh, a good way to send him off. Uh, and a couple more from Muhammad. Uh, to make a long Sophie short, you're out. Uh, it has Kim to my attention. You're plotting against me. And. <laughs> Perhaps my favorite of his. Sorry, man, but now you're public Jeremy number one. Oh, man, you had to call in some favors, but now you're public Jeremy number one. Is Jeremy Collins automatically public Jeremy number one because he's the only Jeremy out there? Mm, Publicly, yeah, I would say so. (laughs) Yeah, who's private Jeremy number one? (laughs) Well, who's little Jeremy number one? (laughs) That's his son. Uh, Yes. What about Jeremy Baramy? Oh, with the Jeremy Baramy. That's where we Uh, live. Well, yeah, we're almost done with our. We're all, this podcast feels like it's taken to Jeremy Barry and me, and I never <laughs> want to leave it. So, next episode, this isn't referring to a bit of like a minute moment, but again, so they got a new fire token menu. If you pause it, you'll see that there are two new game advantages. One is that you can swap someone's place in a reward. I'm sure Adam is looking not to use it, whereas Klein has some other ideas. Scott sort of is in the medium. But the other one, I don't know if you guys noticed this. For a certain amount of fire tokens, you can write a note to somebody currently on the edge of extinction. Yeah, that's Whoa. so weird. So well, that being said, you know we're making that our next question of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, wh- uh, who who would do that? Like, dear jury, <laughs> I need you to know that these are all of my moves. This is what I've done. Right? Like, you could I don't also know. use it. Maybe if you like betray someone and you're worried about them like poisoning the rest of the jury against you, you could like write them a nice apology. Or like Michelle can write Wendell a love letter. Or, well, so what <laughs> I was thinking was because remember how in Edge of Extinction, when at a certain point they all got like the letters that they wrote themselves? 
Could you forge one of those and send it to a player? Wait, 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 wait. So, wait. so are you sending them a letter? So I'd like trying to gaslight them into thinking they wrote it to themselves? Or exactly, are you like, like, dear Rob, uh, remember, you have to work with Ben when you come back into the game. <laughs> Ben's so, you- so good. Take him to the end. That would only work after Adam is voted out because he might think Klein had written it. <laughs> my God, I can't recognize this handwriting. Must have been that dastardly Klein once more <laughs> taking hold of my body. <laughs> that reminds me of The Office when Jim steals Dwight's stationery yes! and yes! sends him faxes from the future like the coffee is poisoned. <laughs> Dear That's past Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> the coffee is uh, poisoned. Sincerely, future Dwight. Dwight. Yeah. Um, or I was wondering, could you pull a Jamal and do a fake legacy advantage and Ooh. then send that to someone uh, on the end? If only because we just and need another. Think- we need a, we need another DK chillin' moment of like, come on, Jamal, verify this for me. Wait. Nope, can't do that, deed. But what if they write like the fake thing and then they're like, you have the power to sell this to someone in the game and then someone tries to sell it to someone for fire tokens mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly That's a dream so a lot can happen with this so we want you all out there to write a note it could be however long you want it to it could be a limerick it could be an acrostic poem it could be a you up just write something to someone who's currently on the edge of extinction so any of the what nine people that are currently there you can reach out to us with this answer in a bunch of ways you can tweet it to us using the hashtag rhapbnb you could email it to us rhapbnb at gmail.com put it really out anywhere on the internet we will try to find it next week with our next guest i'm super excited for this because we're going to bring in a brand new guest to the bnb there's a guy by the name of Dave Jorgensen. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if anyone out there knows him. Uh, so he is like a, a TikTok celebrity. He wants, he runs TikTok for the Washington Post and he has like hundreds of thousands of Twitter followers and is prolific on the platform. He's also a huge Survivor fan. So next week, Dave Jorgensen from TikTok is hopping on over to the B&B to try out whatever shenanigans we have prepared for him. And I could not be more excited. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be fun. I don't, can we do something TikTok related? I'll ask Puya. He can teach me what TikTok is and then we can go from there. Yeah, exactly. We can try to maybe do, figure out the next TikTok challenge to do that's based around Survivor or something. Do they do challenges on TikTok? I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> you, I don't know. You could do like Survivor fan check and then I don't know. Is that a thing? Well, it's like a thing where people be like, hot mom check, and then they post like 15 pictures of their mom, like looking really hot or like. What? Do they have their permission to do that? I I mean, I don't know, but like, it doesn't necessarily have to be that. It could be anything. Like, it could be like, uh, Leona could do it being like, adorable boyfriend check, and then do a bunch of like clips of Puya being nice and like around the house, like bringing her a drink or like whatever. Um, I'd have to get those clips first. Or there's also like there's one thing where people like turn on their phone camera like like they're doing a dance for TikTok, but they flip the camera around so that like their significant other or another person that's close to them, it's filming them instead. And then you see like their reaction. You could do like, uh, I feel I was filming myself podcasting. And I turned the camera around to my boyfriend and then see like how Puya reacts to your jokes and stuff. I, there's things you can do. Do they have audio only TikToks? Because- 
I'm just feeling like this may not translate. Well, so the thing is, is it is a largely visual medium. <laughs> oh no. Um, so I'm not really sure, but I'm sure that this, um, this this guest will know. Okay, Dave will know. We will paint a picture with words. We will paint a TikTok with words. You know, they say one TikTok is worth a thousand words. So. Or a thousand, one TikTok's worth a thousand dabs. That's the yeah. conversion rate. Kirsten, <laughs> oh. this was like insanely fun quite frankly we're all delirious at this point from doing so many podcasts specifically doing a huge sequester night but i could not think of a better group of people to come back together with kirsten you said that you know this the the, the game night was a nice bridge between bnb appearances i don't know i want to get this trio together more often now because i just love talking with both of you kirsten if people want to catch up or keep up with everything that you're doing audio written and otherwise how can people catch you on social media so they can catch me on literally every platform, including TikTok at Kirsten said what? Uh, and they can catch me podcasting Riverdale with Mary Kwiatkowski over on Kowski Cast. That is cow with a K. Um, we just started like a separate Riverdale feed, so we could really use um, your star ratings there. Um, and also on twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what? Liana, busy week for you busy 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 so you can find me (laughs) i don't know man she's not okay i've been sitting in this chair for probably (laughs) how many hours of the past that's why that's why you need john mulaney in the sack lunch bunch it's really gonna help you decompress okay good okay good will do you can find me on social media or on twitter at liana rhap and i am podcasting about the mass singer puya and i recorded an episode covering the Super 9 so that should hopefully be out soon and then I'm getting together with Brent Walgamon and Amon Adwin to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race talking about the Snap Game Nice, uh, you can follow me at a Mike Bloom type. did a lot of lengthy podcasts, almost called them chunky podcasts, but that feels like <laughs> a, a bad image uh, Shannon, Shannon, Gus and I got very in-depth into the Australian Survivor finale and season as a whole i think we went over three and a half hours on that and then that night i got together with the lfc to do a brant steal of the rest of big brother canada 8 which i personally thought was a lot of fun it's brant steel it's controlled insanity and it was a very very fun time so check that out of course doing down the hatch with josh wiggler every week uh doing westworld with jay and jack uh return to the top chef podcast this week also, as per usual, on parade.com slash tag slash survivor, I'm speaking with someone who played with the winner who was most recently voted out. This time, I checked my gut and I decided to talk with the great Kellen Bechtold about Wendell's game. Not only that, but I also talked with her a bit about her extremely unique situation uh, when, uh, with her being abroad. I, I don't know if you guys have heard about it. She talks about it in this interview. It is truly a ludicrous story, but honestly, in these trying times, it is a very heartwarming and gut-busting story that just keeps me personally hooked. So make sure to check all that out. Uh, Thank you all so, so much for listening. If you have any suggestions for games, uh, like Mario, for example, thank you, Mario, thank you so much for setting that game in. We will read anything and everything on the B&B if this is any sort of indication. So please reach out to us. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. 
Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.